Previously on Myth Takes. I used I used my watchman's flashlight. Garth's flashlight comes crashing down over his head, and Detective Caldwell Walkowix collapses like a sack of potatoes onto the floor in the middle of a police station. Sorry, everybody. everybody welcome to myth takes it's colin parker your current keeper for this arc which is claws and effect um it's gonna be it's gonna be a different one it, this is gonna be real different than any of the episodes in this arc thus far essentially um we've kind of done some one-on-one stuff with tj for a brief moment uh and now we're gonna have something that we have literally never done before uh we're gonna do a little bit of deep dive into an NPC that we have just met. And it's, uh, it is important to the story. And I am hoping that, um, if, if I do my job right, it will also be important for later. Um, so what we have going on is, is as we mentioned, uh, just recently is we have a brand new show here on the scavengers network. And that show is side character quest. Um, if you have not heard the show before, you should. Um, and the premise of that show, well, you know what? I shouldn't be doing this. Why don't we ask the showrunner himself, Ty, you're here Man, on the what call. Are the, what are the odds that I am right here ready to explain the show? This is amazing. So, so convenient and it good. It is convenient. Thanks for always being on hand for if I need you to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm always just sort of sitting in the corner. I've been in the corner for... Uh, I would say 95% of the shows so far. This is yeah. the first time it's been helpful. I think basically you weren't in the prologues, but since uh, chapter one, you've been like on the calls and recording. There's just mm-hmm. never been a reason to like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, but yeah, 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 here we go. Yeah. Uh, so side character quest is a one-on-one, uh, dun- usually Dungeons and Dragons uh, podcast where I take uh, I play as the DM, so I'm I'm everybody in the world. I am the environment. I am the monsters. I am every all of that shit. Uh, and my guest uh, is a player in that world. Um, there is a underlying uh, narrative to the uh, to the whole show, but you can listen to each individual guest uh, their arc without having any prior experience to the show. Um, so you could just listen to the story of uh, Alton, the guildmaster locksmith who also happens to be a, a thief. You could be, you could just listen to the episode about uh, Deirdre, the half-orc cleric uh, who needs to escort a, a long, uh, a, a good, good friend um, across dangerous terrain. There's there's all of these different side characters in this this world going on side quests, and it's it's very much uh, worth your time, is what I'll say. It is worth your time. 
Of course it is. We wouldn't have you here if it wasn't. Um, and so, Ty, in a way, you and I are, you know, cut from the same cloth. Um, kindred spirits. Kindred spirits. Uh, what what we do for our respective shows um, is, is extremely similar. Uh, I do a lot of what you just said um, on this show as well. Um, but I figured if we were going to do a deep dive into a side character... Um, and everything like that, like, I feel like maybe we should, you know, flip the script, turn the tables on you and make you be the side character, um, and have someone else direct your story for a little bit. Um, so it's, it's kind of a first crossover for, for your show and this show, I suppose. That that is very, that is very good. I really like that, uh, that take on it. Um, and, uh, so what we're going to be doing is, is at the end of last episode, um, if you are listening to this right now and you have not heard that episode, I'm going to go ahead and give you a, a spoiler alert essentially right now and tell you, go listen to it. <laughs> go do that right now. I'm going to talk for like five seconds, maybe 10, just to give you enough time to like pick up your phone, hit the home button, you know, and go, oh, crap, 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 crap. Wait, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm trying to escape. I'm trying to get out of this episode. Don't say the spoiler yet. <laughs> um, don't tell me that Darth Vader is Luke's father or anything like that. Um, whoops. <laughs> that one's out of the bag. All right. Uh, don't tell me that Spider-Man is officially out of the MCU. I still have hope. <laughs> I still have hope. I truthfully, okay, real talk. Since since we're giving you time to switch your device here, real talk, I actually don't think that this is going to be permanent. I legitimately oh, think no. I legitimately think this is going to be a huge ploy. I think that there's going to be a lot of like, you know, oh, you know, we're not going to work with them, blah 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 blah, and like I think that there probably was some discourse, but then they mm-hmm. they are going to use it to their advantage because um, Spider Man is essential to marvel's universe and i don't mean cinematic universe although yes but i mean in general for marvel spider-man is extremely important and what mm-hmm. i actually think is going to happen is is and uh so now that you've had that and there's no spoilers or anything like that at the end of the last episode of myth takes uh garth definitely why we, why you were doing that yeah. That's... uh garth garth knocked out uh detective walkowicz uh, Caldwell Walkowicz. Yeah, that was something. Uh, everyone was sort of like, why? Why did you do this? I mean, everyone is very concerned about this. Um, and, you know, Walkowicz is not really someone who lets his guard down or gets knocked out very easily. It's almost as oh, if no. someone got a basically perfect role. Um, <laughs> and so that is where we find ourselves. We find ourselves in a situation where. We start off on a black screen and we hear sort of like an echoey version of the last couple of minutes. Sorry, everybody. Oh my God. Why did you do that? And then it's just sort of silent for a few seconds. And then Caldwell Walkowicz, we are essentially in a dream state. Caldwell Walkowicz is out cold. Um, and during this time, he is, uh, reliving a couple of different memories of his. Can I, can I ask you a question yeah. about, about this? Uh, yeah. just to, to flesh it out a little bit. Um, so one of the things with the, the monstrous playbook, which I'm, I'm going to be playing out yes. of, uh, is that I'm supposed to pick a curse. Uh, and I, I know that you had said, um, 
that you didn't want me to do feed uh, where I would need to eat people. Right. Um, and it wouldn't really make sense, I don't think, for me to have a dark master. Uh, so I feel like there's two main options, sure. vulnerability or pure drive. Mm. Um, would you say that I, I have some sort of werewolf-like vulnerability vulnerability to silver or something else? Or should or would it be more of a, a pure drive option? Like, um, what I actually think it is, is I think that you're, I, I would probably say, well, hmm, I, I actually think that that is sort of up to you, truthfully, um, okay. in this situation. What I, what I will say is this, is I think in a way you can almost have both. Um, your vulnerability may not necessarily actually be silver, but it is the fact that, you know, you are essentially a human, uh, you know, you live out your daily life. And then the second that mm -hmm. there is almost any bit of moonlight out, you change whether you okay. want to or not. So I think okay. that you have sort of a vulnerability to, um, to the elements, to, uh, to nature essentially, you know? Um, mm. all right. And I, I think that it's one of those things where because you're not a perfect werewolf, you're, you know, you also have uh, the vulnerabilities of a human. Okay. Um, so, you know, you, it, it doesn't take silver to kill you. You know, someone could just shoot you like a few times and, you know, you're, you're done. <laughs> yeah. um, so, you know, you're in a way you're sort of like not perfect of either side. So I think okay. you kind of get in a, way, in a way you basically get the vulnerabilities of both. Okay, so I, I think because uh, the way that the the vulnerability curse move works mm -hmm. is that I, I would pick a particular substance, and that particular substance would cause me extra harm, uh, and I would be be sort of driven by it. Um, I I think that's that doesn't sound quite like what you're describing, right? Um, well, then why so don't, I think sorry, oh, sorry oh, go no, ahead. no, no, you you go. Sorry. Uh, so I, I think I, I think in that case, I, I think I'm going to go for the the pure drive. Okay. Um, unless you have a, a better suggestion, but uh, but I think the pure drive I'm going to go for is uh, hmm, I, I kind of feel like going for uh, loyalty, with the idea being that I have like a a dog like uh pack loyalty. Mm, yes. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you have any uh. Any ex any ways to exploit that for me though? I, I don't know if this is going to yes, be more actually. of a soil. Of um, you do okay, good. I just wanted to make sure. sure that uh, that was there. Yes, uh, so like that is definitely a, a really large thing for Walkawix because Walkawix is essentially the only Dwyo that walks among us, right? Nice. Um, okay, and so. He is very much the, uh, there's, I can't remember how many episodes this ago this was at this point, but I think it was maybe two, three episodes ago um, that um, TJ was having a conversation with George Diaz and George uh, mentions the fact that, you know, they had to sort of split up their ranks because they couldn't all be in one place. Like that was sort of a little too obvious and kind of harder to keep them concealed. Um, mm -hmm. So some of them, lived there, uh, and then a larger portion of them uh, live out in the mountains okay. uh, in, you know, in Maryland. And, um, you know, so basically a lot of the times when Walkawix isn't working, he is sometimes carting people around so that they can visit each other, carrying messages, carrying items, you know, things like that. Like basically gotcha. he is he is the go-to man for like, you know, if you need something or if you need someone within that community, Walkawix is, oh, is your guy. That is beautiful. Uh, so yeah, whenever I have a chance to indulge that sense of loyalty, I have to do it immediately or I have to act under pressure to, 
to resist. Ooh, so, I like that. Like that is that is so good for like the fact that I am I am, you know, helping this this community of people. I love it. Right. Love it. I would like to talk about uh the moment that Walkawicks like Okay, how do I put this? So like uh, Walkawicks was not initially a cop or a detective. Okay. Um and you know, this is, you know, basically close to 20 years after the effects of becoming uh this wolfman that he is, you know. Okay. Um and so, I mean, sorry, present day is about 20 years or so after. So gotcha. for him, you know, it's been a while so he had time to figure things out, but when it came time when they realized that like they needed someone out there and they needed him to be some sort of position in which he could help them. Um, mm-hmm. Walk me through what Walkawicks felt like or how he got to the conclusion, you know, being part of like local law enforcement um, or having some bit of authority will really, you know, be the most helpful thing to this community. So, so to be clear, um, Prior to this point, I, I've been living in this uh, this sort of like close close knit community that is that is part of the outside world. Like like we, I have a social security number. I have like all of that. Like I, I we go to the regular stores and everything, but we just keep to ourselves mostly. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, well, sorry. I, I want to point out, sorry, that they can't go to the stores because like they obviously would be. See, because they 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 visibly are right. are wolf like. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But like, but you you are someone like again. You're like a daywalker, so you could, you know, you can go out and do these things. Okay, I I kind of feel like I didn't uh, initially go for the police job. Mm-hmm. Um, I I feel like initially I was I I started applying for jobs with um, animal control, with mm. the idea being that uh, that. I, we had had a couple of close calls where people in the community had um, had been spotted as like a wolf or something and animal control was called in and we had to like cover our tracks and like get hidden and everything. So I was thinking like, okay, I can join animal control. I can, uh, when those sorts of calls come in, I can misdirect them. Mm. Um, and I probably did that for a couple of years uh, before I, I sort of I made friends with somebody on the police force, and they they were just sort of like, "Oh, you're you're a really fit guy. You're really smart. What what are you doing over here? You could join up with the. Uh, you could come over here, apply for the academy or whatever." Right. And who was um, that friend? Do that. Uh, who was that friend? Um, her name is uh, her name is Samantha. Okay. Um, and she, um. Yeah, she was a she's a, a uh, longtime uh, police officer, um, probably in her her sixties or so when I when I got to know her, uh, and you know we would often get called to the same sort of like oh this rabid raccoon. Uh, <laughs> they would call the cops and right. and us at the same time. Sure, sure, it makes sense. So Samantha has told you to apply for the police department. Yes. Um, do you? Like how how soon after that conversation do you do the thing? I, I think I, I probably um, I probably think that that's a bad idea mm-hmm. at first. I, I don't I resist it, um, but I, I let it slip with some people in the community. Uh, oh, and, really? Like who? Oh fuck! <laughs> I, I knew exactly what you're gonna do. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say um, I'm going to say. Uh, 
I'm going to say with uh, Caleb, okay. uh, who's um, very like full on, uh, full on, very, very animalistic, um, very uh, like they they had had a um, they had sort of like kept it under wraps that they had had a close run in with a, a police officer like five or six years ago and that they had actually gotten shot at um, and they Ugh. they had just never never told us and so when when I just sort of casually mentioned it they pulled me off to the side and were like hey hey um yeah we we need somebody we need somebody doing this and showed me their scar uh from the the shot um yeah brutal and I I'll give you one out here I'm sure George was probably involved in that conversation George is sort of the uh, kind of de facto leader. Like no one ever necessarily had elections or anything like that in the gotcha. um, Sykesville area, you know, crowd. But George has sort of always just been the person that everyone goes to. Um, I assume mostly because George is the one that had the conversation with Hank about everything back when they were trying to figure things out. Like, you know, he just sort of happened to gravitate to George and then I guess everybody else did after that. Um, so I'll give you an out there. That way I don't have, have to make you come up with five different people. <laughs> okay. Um, and so, okay. So then uh, the last thing I would like to know is, yes. is what was the first time that you either covered for someone? And, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that they did anything wrong. It just means that like they were perhaps seen when they shouldn't have been seen. Uh, or, you know, there's a report of, you know, hearing something in the woods and you realize like that's in their area. You know, what was the first time that you had that arise and that you had to step in and like find a way to get people off their scent? Uh, so I, I kind of feel like um, it wasn't necessarily even a situation where I thought that I, uh, that, that necessarily one of us had been spotted. Um, I think maybe it, w- it was a situation where, uh, th- oh, oh, I think that uh, probably what happened is that um, some people on the force were trying to uh, negotiate a or trying to arrange a uh, a sort of group uh, group camping trip. And I had noticed like where they had um, marked everything down, like where where they wanted to hike through. And somebody mentioned having gone through this this area as a kid and how like it has this like beautiful, uh, beautiful waterfall nearby and everything. And I realized that the path that they were they were charting that they were showing us on the map was going to take us directly through that area. And I know some of the some of the guys on on this force, some of them are okay but but a lot of them are are very very uh they're very very concealed carry kind of kind of folks and i'm like oh boy i don't want these these guys coming through our community like all it takes is one person being in the wrong spot at the wrong time then this just goes to shit so fast so so yeah that i i i sort of uh steered them away from that um so how, if you want how did you do that though I, I basically I will be one the guy who's sort of giving the idea and I just want you to do like a reason for for them to not go there like in character I want you to tell me as um I'll be that's an awful last name okay officer Swisher <laughs> officer what was that Swisher Swisher um Dwight Swisher um 
he he's the one who's planning out this route um and he's going um uh, sorry I, now i gotta figure out what his voice is just gonna be he's just gonna be like well you know i i once went out there when i was a kid and there was there was a really cool waterfall and so i feel like we should just go down through here and i feel like that'd be a real good time well friend i think that um that's not really a good hike for folks like us uh see uh tubby over there i don't think he can handle this kind of this kind of run Oh, well, uh, yeah. okay. Well, I mean, you think you think Abraham can't make that trek, huh? Have you have you seen him? Have you seen him? Well, yeah, he's he's been kind of packing it on recently. All right. Well, yeah. where where do you um, I, well, I don't know. There's a nice I mean, maybe if he just sort of takes it easy. Uh, do you have I, another uh, suggestion? I mean, look, I'm open to suggestions. I just really like this one path, man. How about um Oh man, what what do I do? What do I do? I'm trying to think. Like I I, I heart, sort of have in this you, in my mind this very like gruff guy. Right. Uh. So I'm trying to think how. I mean, if you want to, I mean, basically, you can just point out another spot and just say that like you go there all the time, and then roll and you know roll. Um. Yeah. What's the word? Um. Uh, uh. Manipulate someone and tell me, okay. and we'll see how successful this is. Okay. So uh. Yeah. So I I say uh. Listen, friend. I, I've got your, I've got everybody's best interest in heart here. I think we should go this way. And I point off in a, 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 a more, uh, a less steep route mm-hmm. that, uh, that goes a little bit longer, but it is and a, a little bit less direct and is skirting the area that I know, uh, the community lives in. Sure. Um, all right. Well, roll 2d6 and, um, use your stats. I don't know what your, what your like charm or whatever is. But I've got, I have, uh, minus one charm. Oh, great. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a four. <laughs> uh, oh, I got a, a four and a six. Okay. So that's a 10, but my, with minus one, that's a nine. So it's, it'll be successful as long as, um, okay. So he'll, he'll accept this as long as you tell Abraham, he, like he says, like, hey, you know, all right, well, look, I'll, I'll, I'll take your path. I trust you. I know you go up there all the time. Still these days, you know, like I know you like to camp. Uh, if you can just get Abraham to sign off on the path, then I'm sure we'll be fine. Um, and so uh, he's gonna make you do another manipulate someone. Sure. Yeah. Role. Uh, um, I, I think I, I think with that, I, I just sort of uh, walk, walk over. Um, I, I know uh, where Abraham is having lunch, and and by the way, uh, Abraham is is not actually that that out of shape uh, for a guy his age. Um, I just sort of walk over to him and uh, sort of corner him a bit, mm-hmm. and, and I, I look at him and I, I say, "Hey, um, oh hey, uh, oh sorry, that's too close to Rexham. Oh <laughs> hey, what what's up, buddy? How you doing? So um, heard you uh, wanted to go out hiking." Uh, oh yeah. What am I doing? I, okay. Um, yeah. uh, so, buddy, um, I need you to sign off on a, a little change to plans. Okay. Uh, for for what now? Doesn't matter. 
just go uh, go tell whatever that guy's name was uh go tell him that uh that you're all for it uh i you know what i gotta be honest i also already forgot that guy's last name it was it's swisher <laughs> dwight swisher oh swisher yes right. good job okay um whew. i i walked i moved away from that page for a second and i was like oh it's gone forever but I still had it open. Uh, so, okay. So, uh, do another manipulate someone or... Sure. I, you know, I will also consider this act under pressure since he told you to do this. And, like, you're not necessarily manipulating anyone hardcore here. I feel like, you know, he's just telling you, go do something. Yeah. Do you, um, so do you want I'll, me to... I'll play, do, I'll play it loose and cool. Do you want me to roll act under pressure instead of... Yeah, let's, let's just okay. do act under pressure. Just gotcha. keep it interesting. Just keep it fresh. Yeah. Um, that's going to be plus one, six, three. So 10. Okay, total. perfect. So you get, you do what you set out to do. Um, you didn't blow up your spot and he just goes, oh, okay, sure. And he just walks <laughs> over to Swisher and goes, Hey man, uh, yeah, we're, we're good to go. And he's like, all right, well, if you say so. And so that event goes off without a hitch. And so that's the first time that you sort of played interference. It's yeah. not it's not a huge one, but like again, it's that it's that first time where you realize, okay, maybe maybe there is something to this. Yeah, um, this can work out. Now, uh, there's one last. I, oh, yeah, I feel weird, by the way. I feel weird. Uh, normally, when I when I play characters, they're very um, amenable. Uh, but I've made this character choice that this guy is real aggressive, and I feel very weird about it. Uh, uh, I don't but, think that he's necessarily real aggressive. I think it's just the voice sounds real aggressive. <laughs> um, I, I think it also plays into the pure drive thing, uh, oh, where true. he's yeah, where he is really trying to and, to protect this community. And that's the thing, like you know, on normal days he may not be that rough and gruff, like. But the second that he's like, oh, my family is in trouble. You know, that's when he's getting kind of like in people's faces about yeah. stuff. Getting to um, the point. I mean, right. that's why I chose negative one for charm because he is, he stops being charming and just sure. gets rough. So the next scene uh, is probably about, I don't know, maybe let's say three or four years from present day. Uh, like okay. ago, uh, not not into the future. I mean, uh, ago, pre past. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... You know, you all have been pretty good about being on the straight and narrow. Mm -hmm. um, in all of your time there, you know, sometimes, like you said, maybe someone sort of gets hurt or seen when they shouldn't be, but like, you know, they, they usually have a way of escaping and like no one has really been the wiser um, over the last like, you know, 15-ish years mm -hmm. um, of you all living out here. But uh, there is there is a problem. Just like any kind of community or what have you, uh, sometimes it doesn't matter, you know, you know what you are, who you are. Um, there are still, you know, people who are killers, and Ooh, okay, you know, there's nothing that has to do with species that necessarily creates that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I want to be specific to any of our uh, werewolf or dwyo <laughs> listeners. Um, just because, you know, you are not human does not necessarily mean you are automatically a killer. Um, and you should yourself know that very well, right? Because, oh, yeah. you know, as, a, as yourself, like, the only time you've ever, like, killed someone was in a altercation where there really was no other choice. Uh, you know, in, in this situation, like, you know, you've, you've, you've taken a life and, you know, but that does not necessarily make you a killer. However, 
someone in your community um, has finally just sort of snapped. Like they can't take it anymore. Like they are tired of of living in secrecy. They are tired of not being able to live their lives. They know that their loved ones are, you know, uh, have moved on past them. They know that, you know, essentially their family will never know what really happened to them. Things like that. And things like that can be really hard on the psyche. You know, there's, and again, you all were experimented on essentially. I mean, not necessarily wildly inhumanely, but definitely, probably definitely not uh, safely necessarily. Yeah. Like, you know, this was government ops and sometimes they they get a little crazy because, you know, that's quote unquote for the greater good. You know, there's a, there's a lot of baggage there and eventually someone in the community we're just going to say that it's eventually it's Caleb. Gotcha. Uh, Caleb eventually does get tired. I mean, you know, that's probably why he was almost heard before. That's why he gets shot. That's why he's aware that, you know, people can just sort of take swipes at them, but they could never, ever even think about doing the same thing because if they yeah. did, it would, you know, be death for all of them. And, you know, eventually it just, it, it's too much. And maybe maybe he's starting to get frustrated with the fact that like he thought, you know, I'm going to take I'm going to join the force under his direction. You know, he asked me to do this. Right. And he sort of expected it to be like, OK, good. Now now we can do whatever. And right. he's gotten and tired of like that, that not happening. Right. Um, um, he, he thought that this would bring some sort of change and it has it is not. Yeah. I'm a cog in the machine. Caleb, uh, Caleb has had it, and Caleb um, mm -hmm. one day is, you know, thinking, okay, I'm gonna move out a little bit further in in our territory. You know, I mm -hmm. know that we have a range in which we're supposed to be safe, but I kind of don't give a shit if someone comes up on me, like, you know, then they come up on me, and if they're if they have a problem, well, it's gonna be them or it's gonna be me, and it sure as hell isn't gonna be me. You get a call. Um, you get a call from someone in 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 the mountains. Um, they yeah. ha they have a way of contacting you. You know, they don't have smartphones or anything like that, but they do have like a flip phone or something like that, and you know, different ways of communicating with you. And they tell you you need to get there before someone else in law enforcement or even someone else finds the scene yeah. um, because it's bad. It's real bad. Um, sure enough, someone did find him, uh, but they didn't even necessarily try to attack him. They just tried to run. But, um, when they went to reach for their phone to take a picture, <sighs> he thought they were reaching for a weapon and he, he took them out. Yeah. Um, and so you arrive at the scene and God it's, it, it's bad. Uh, he's not necessarily there. So what do you do? Uh, so I, I sort of imagine myself uh, pulling up in a, a very um, old cruiser, like beat up cruiser, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I step out of the car um, onto this sort of gravel lot. Um, I've grown a mustache since the last scene. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, and and I, I my uh, boots sort of grind into the the gravel. Um, I, I had ditched uh, whoever was my my partner for that day. I had told them to uh, to head home early. Um, I would take care of this. I, I didn't really tell them what uh, what this was going to be about. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was just like, ah, you you can 
you know, I, I just got a call. It sounds like it's not a big deal. You uh, you can go. I'll, I'll go take care of this. Um, so I um, actually let me let me try that again in the character voice. That's fine. Uh, you can uh, you can head home. I'm going to I can take care of this. You really mean uh, it? Oh, that's so nice of you. My sister's in town and I would love to see her. That's so he, kind of you. Thank you. Okay, I'll see you on Monday. You know me, real friendly guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I so I drop them off and and uh rush, you know, just like basically kick them out of the car and and fly uh fly down to this this place. Um pull into the gravel lot, uh step out and um, you know, mustache and toe. Uh, survey the scene. Um, is this was this attack near uh, where I would be pulling up, or am I going no, to have to like so hike like, out you're, somewhere? You're, you're going to have to hike up into the mountain just a little bit, like a little bit up okay. the trail. It's not far up the trail. It's probably okay. like a ten minute. Well, sorry. Here's here's truthfully, it probably is for like a normal person at a normal hiking speed. It's probably like a 15, 20 minute walk. Um, okay, but you know, even though you're not necessarily in your animal form animalistic form right now you again kind of have the strengths and weaknesses of both sides so you're definitely moving a little quicker than most people would be am am i seeing any people around really Uh, luckily no okay not yet i i think that um i think that what happens is uh so one of the 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 two um moves that i took were shapeshifter and preternatural speed. So I think that as as I arrive, I start jogging, mm-hmm. and uh, within a few moments, I my my hair gets a little bit a little bit thicker. Um, I, I get kind of a a sort of a wolfish look to my face, but sure. not not really extreme, just like a very slight change. Right. And and I run like I casually run uh, a like a four thirty mile, right. uh, like you know to to get out there. So really, really just fly um to uh to this this scene um and what do i see when i get there uh well what do you see you see a crime scene uh sounds a lot like you're gonna have to investigate a mystery gotcha um so i probably uh first things first is uh you know i i roll up in this spot I, i look around to see if uh if the person who called it in um, you said, did the did the person who was attacked call it call no, it in? No, as no. Being someone, attacked? No, someone else? from your community. Okay. Um, oh, someone from our community. My yes, community called. Okay, that, gotcha. That's gotcha. why they called you. Okay. That's why. First yeah. thing I first thing I do is uh, very. Um, I, I put up like a perimeter of like a, a hundred feet down the line. I I put up a bunch of police tape just to block it off, uh, and then maintaining my my shape shifted form. I'm going to uh, use the smell. Uh, I'm going to use my superior superior smell to try to get a a vibe of, you know, investigating a mystery to see if sure. I, I can tell like maybe who was involved with this, mm-hmm. uh, if anybody's still around. Um, Perfect. Anything I can, or or maybe if there were other, if there was another hiker here, or right. if this was the only one, that sort of stuff. Right. So how much? What, what is your normal plus sharp? Uh, so my normal plus sharp is uh, plus one. So okay, with so the, you're going to have um, two, plus two. Yes, nice. plus two. Perfect. Okay. Two, four. Oh, I needed that plus two. Okay, yep. I got an eight. Okay. Um, so you get... Um, uh, okay, so here's, here's what we're going to do. So based on some of the new moves in... 
the newer addition to the book. Uh, there are a lot of different things that you can do with like sort of essentially like failed investigative mystery roles and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, for the sake of this story, I'm going to sort of sort of take one of the newer roles and just sort of shift it a little bit. What I'm going to do okay. is, is I'm going to let you hold two instead. However, the first question that you ask will have a 100% accurate answer and like truthfulness. And the second answer will be basically like vague. Like I, I'm not going to lie to you about anything. But like, yeah. I will give you like bare minimum information on it. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm just pulling from that normal investigative mystery list. Yes, correct. Okay. Um, boy, I think the first thing I'm going to try to figure out is, um, uh, I, I think that the most important thing, the thing that I would most want to figure out is where did it go? Uh, okay, perfect. So that is a situation where you can, you know, again, you have this this smell and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You can tell that the um, that your friend Caleb has uh, killed this man and then has uh, run off into the woods. Um, however, you can definitely feel his like scent and or presence or whatever you want to call it. Like was definitely kind of like in a wider area around you did not necessarily make a perimeter, but definitely circled the situation for a bit, like whether they were thinking about what they did or, or what have you. And then Mm -hmm. eventually they moved on further into the woods. Does it, does it feel like like looking at the body, does it look like they fed on the body or does it look like they, they just, you know, um, left, like killed no, and left. It, it it looks almost as if they, um, I mean, like they, they could have eaten if they wanted to, but there mm-hmm. is basically nothing left of this person. I mean, like they have been like eviscerated. Like we're talking like gotcha. they were, you know, jugular. The parts are there. They're just all over the yes. place. Like it, okay. it's very much Oof. like, very much just like he went into like a frenzy and it wasn't about eating necessarily so much as it was just creating havoc or just like just utter destruction was sort of um you know it definitely like a crime of anger yeah uh, and not like necessity um I, I, like food i feel would be. like i i feel like with that uh i accidentally um stumbled into basically asking you what happened here and got a little bit more well, info than, that, than you would have at liked. the same time i did give you that information technically about when the person called it in um so oh, i think true. i think that that like i i definitely maybe gave you a little bit more information than i meant to but if you want to ask any other question i'll give you just a vague answer um i i think then that i'm gonna ask uh what was it going to do like i have a pretty good idea um but i i feel like uh caldwell uh caldwell uh walkowicz um would be trying to basically figure out like okay, is, is this guy really, like, was this an ac- like an accident that he was here, or was he here intentionally, that sort of right. thing? So what it was going to do was, um, kind of like we were talking about a little bit earlier, he was just sort of like, he was starting to not give as many fucks. He uh-huh. was like, okay, if our perimeter of our area that we can stay in safely is uh, the edge of this one rock, I'm going to walk like 12 trees past that. Gotcha. You know, and like if someone sees me, then they see me and like they're going to have they're going to have to deal with it. Um, yeah. However, he was sort of kind of hoping for a fight in a way like this is definitely someone who wanted to have a fight. Um, and mm-hmm. so and that's all, again, kind of information that you were given on the phone. So what it, yeah. what it was going to do was essentially um, prove a point. 
Yeah. Like, I know that this is an area that, like, he wouldn't have accidentally stumbled here. I know this is a, a spot, like, it is obvious you would have had to pass a couple of trails to get to this spot. So, right. like, he knows there's hikers out here. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. So, I I think that the the what I'm going to try to do in this moment, um, I, I the very first thing I'm going to try to do is now that I've, I've marked off this scene, uh, I've put up the 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 tape to keep people from approaching. Um, I'm going to try to uh, to pursue uh, sure. this. And this since you did the creature. where did it go, you'll definitely know exactly where. And also you have the sense. So like it's not like mm-hmm. I'm going to go, uh oh, you can't find the darn guy. You know, no, you yeah. also you, you had a pretty good role. So, you know, you're fine. Yeah. So you are following his scent in. And um, again, it, in a way, it looks like he not necessarily paced. And I don't think he was trying to lose anybody it's yeah. just very clear, like kind of like the mind of a conflicted killer of a yeah. you know of a person who did something that they probably felt great about, but then didn't feel great about, and you know, a mm-hmm. lot of a lot of stuff is clearly happening based on this path. Um, and eventually, you come to a clearing um, where, like, it's kind of like through some some uh, some trees there. It's off of the actual hiking path, but like the hiking path can't see that spot. Yeah. Um, and I am going to need you to act under pressure. Gotcha. Okay. Let me roll this shit. Um, so question. Uh, with preternatural speed, uh, I don't know if this really applies, but um, but it says when you chase, flee, or run, take plus one ongoing. And since I was pursuing this person, I, I don't know if, if that counts as chasing them, if I'd be able to use No, this. you know what? Yes, because you are okay. chasing down a criminal, uh, a, a beast. So maybe maybe I arrived a little bit faster than I would have, and and ca- catching them unawares, that sort of thing. Right, correct. Okay, so uh, so you said um, act under pressure. Yes, and you'll okay. get a plus one as to that. And all right, who I'm gonna need it. Uh, okay, okay. Jeez, I rolled a one and a six, so seven plus one sharp, or sorry, one cool plus one for the preternatural brings me up to a nine. Okay, you're going to have a price to pay. Gotcha. This price to pay is that you are going to have to kill one of your own in this situation. Oh, boy. Okay. Because I think that at the end of the day, like, your price to pay is essentially, or no, I, you know what? I, I'll give you a hard choice. Okay. Your hard choice is you either, he he's going to get the drop on you and you're going to take damage in a second, but yeah. your hard choice is either going to be that you try to talk him down and out of this uh, and you do, but it does mean that he will kill again at some point before you actually take him out um, mm-hmm. or, uh, or, 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 you know, or whatever happens in that future. We don't know, but, um, or you will have to just take him out now. So, so I see him uh, when I, when I have like run up into this scene, um, is he going to get the drop on me or am I, yes. no, do I see it? He's, he's going to get a drop on you because, you know, again, okay. you're, you're sort of pursuing him and you're looking for him and you're moving quickly because you're trying not to get caught yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and you sort of blow right into this spot. Cause again, you're just sort of following the path and yeah. don't realize that, you know, he is essentially above you. Oh, um, gosh. and you are going to take one damage. Gotcha. Um, again, I know this isn't exactly how the combat and stuff like that of this game works, but yeah, that's fine. I, I, again, I, I just sort of want to make this more cinematic rather than 
you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is how the mechanic works. If you know, mm. yeah, I'm not interested in that. Yeah. So, so he uh, he is sort of up on like a a higher spot and sees me running by. Uh, maybe sees my my uniform, but doesn't doesn't realize necessarily it's me in the moment. Right. Um, and like jumps down, uh, slams into me, and I have this sort of split second of like what what to do in this moment. And I think seeing him, you know, fully, fully aggressive and seeing him covered in blood, having just seen a body ripped apart. I, I, boy, it's it like there is a, I think the, the loyalty that I feel to him as a member of the community has canceled out with the loyalty I feel to the community itself. And in this Mm. moment, I just feel like I need to protect everyone not just him everyone and i need to yeah so i i think that i'm going to uh to take whatever force is necessary in this moment to stop him okay uh so first question what is um the weapon the gear that you picked oh boy so um so i i could potentially attack with uh claws or teeth Mm -hmm. um but i i think in this moment uh my my claws are are available. My teeth are not really. I'm not shifted enough. Um, and I think in this moment, I I'm going to be reaching for uh, my uh, nine millimeter. Okay. Um, and so let's pull out the nine millimeter and let's roll to kick some ass. Oh boy, I'm not happy about this. <laughs> neither neither is Caldwell. But the, oh boy, this is Caleb's situation. Oh, two. Four, six. Oh boy. Oh, this is not great. <laughs> this is not great, Colin. I got oh wait, no, no, I get to use wait a second. And you get plus one. I get plus one. I think I might get Oh no, never mind. Well, I get to use um uh I get seven. Okay. That's um so you're both gonna good. inflict okay, so you're both gonna inflict some damage on each other. So yeah. you're now you now have taken two damage. Um, and your weapon also does two damage. So essentially, you know, again, you're reaching for your gun and in that moment, he's going to run up to you as well. Um, and so paint for me what this exchange of blows looks like. Yeah. So, uh, like I said before, he, he hops down, um, from maybe, maybe I'm, I'm running on sort of a a path, uh, that sort of crisscrosses up a little bit, up a, a pretty steep, um, steep hill. And he sees me coming and go, you know, hops down one whole level um, and just slams into me and and knocks me into the ground and just starts ripping at me very ferociously. And I, you know, try to to grab his hands, try to pull him off of me, um, sort of uh, I'm I imagine with having worked as a. I imagine having dealt with with yeah, um, I imagine that I'm probably better at fighting in general than this guy, but he is is really intense. Right. And I'm not in this moment. Initially, I'm not trying to hurt him or kill him. I'm trying to restrain him. Um, It becomes very clearly uh, very clear. He bites onto my shoulder uh, and digs his teeth in really hard and. I just yell out, and uh, at that moment, I reach for my pistol on my hip and uh, and pull it out and try to 
uh, fire off a couple of rounds. And so you do. You you land that you both land ahead on each other, um, and that shoulder of yours will essentially heal, but it will definitely never quite be exactly the same. Um, but the thing is, is unfortunately, I mean, like again, you you know, you did what you had to do, but those those bullets, those were enough. And yeah. he is, you know, you're sort of lowering him down and he's angry. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he's, he is just like, you can tell how pissed he is. But when he looks at you and just says, <coughs> Caldwell. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry too, friend. And you watch the life drain out of his eyes. And in that moment, you are essentially like immediately transported right like this is again you know you're sort of in this dream state and you're reliving these memories and the body in your arms shifts Mm -hmm. it's not his body anymore it is now the body of another fallen member of your community Everybody, it's Colin Parker, your pod boss, your keeper, your best friend, and uh, I'm gonna go back to an oldie but a goodie. Today, I am once again your brisket baby. Um, that is what Jordan Reed calls me every now and then, especially since this summer when I uh, I bought a smoker this summer, and it's been it's been great. I've made some brisket, and then just yesterday just yesterday, the moment before I recorded this little message, I made a pulled pork that was just, oh God, man, that was good. Uh, I smell like hickory now. Um, so I guess if you want an alternative take, it is me, your pod boss, your keeper, your best friend, and your hickory boy. I actually almost felt like this story would have benefited from not having an ad break. However, This episode 1000% needed a little bit of a break because we have some news. I mean, this is big news. This is a doozy. Um, So I please, real quick, just make sure. uh, Are you seated? Cool. Yep. All right. Great. So listen, hey, if you don't follow us on Twitter, uh, first off, you should be doing that because if you tweet at MythTakesCast, you could find yourself having a character named after you, much like George Diaz or like Kimberly Elizabeth or Victoria. A um, whole bunch of really great people have had characters named after them, so you should get on that. But the reason the reason why you should be following us right now and in this exact moment is because if you aren't, you may not have seen this announcement there's something really big happening here at the Scavengers Network. Uh, we are going to MidoriCon in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, we are going to be esteemed guests there, and uh, you are going to see three panels. 
Um, or sorry, rather, we are giving three panels. You specifically might not see it if you can't make it out there. If Columbus, Ohio is, you know, let's just say across the pond, for example, you probably won't make it. Midori Con is uh, Friday through Sunday, September 13th through 15th. And on the 14th, you can catch Spooky Spouse's first live show from 2.30 to 3.30. And then you can catch Myth Take's first live show from 4.30 to 6. And then on Sunday, I am going to be teaching a podcasting 101 from 2 to 3. Uh, these are all extremely exciting. I am beyond pumped for this. And uh, the best part about this is that you're going to find us on the main stage. That's right. Us, the Scavengers Network, the show that you, and the people that you're listening to right now. We're going to be doing our first live show in Ohio in just three weeks. God, I'm excited for that. Um, if you are possibly like in the area and want to go to MidoriCon, um, you can still actually get tickets. Um, the it says that 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 registration is closed. Uh, however, we actually have a specific. Uh, code so that you can still access it. So if you go to midoricon.com, that is M-I-D-O-R-I-C-O-N dot com slash registration, all you have to do is type in the access code scavengers. Um, I believe it's all lowercase. Uh, and there are still one-day badges and full weekend badges uh, available until midnight on September 1st. Um, otherwise, you will have to buy a ticket at the door. However, there will still be tickets at the door. The last thing I'm going to say before we say real, a real quick thing with Ty about, you know, where you can find his show and everything like that. I do want to, as always, plug the Patreon. But the biggest reason why I want to plug the Patreon is because bonus content is is just so much fun. And honestly, I, I have a blast working on it with, with the wonderful people here at the Scavengers Network. There is something coming out. Uh, I'm not sure exactly which month it'll be, possibly September, maybe October. But there is something that we recorded the other day. It was Aaron King, James Anderson, Mason, and myself. And it is possibly one of the most fun things I have ever recorded in my life. And it's going to be a Scavengers Network Patreon exclusive. I, I don't want to reveal it necessarily just yet. I feel like James and Aaron should have that distinct honor. Uh, but let me tell you, I laughed so hard, and I talked about this for for days on end, and I'm still talking about it. I am still talking about it, and it hasn't even come out yet. Trust me. Trust me. James Anderson is just a genius. He came up with something that just, again, like I said, one of the most fun things I have ever done. So if you want to be able to get access to that and to all the other wonderful bonus content that we put out every single month, you can find us at patreon.com slash the scavengers network. We actually just recently changed uh, merch stores and I realized that that probably hasn't been announced on this show either. So um, from now on, if you are ever looking for merchandise from the scavengers network, you can actually find it at scavengersnetwork.com slash store. Once again, scavengersnetwork.com slash store. All of our merch has been moved over to our own website, which is very, very exciting. Uh, it looks a lot sleeker. It's it's just it's just got a whole little bit more bells and whistles. Um, and there's even a few new pieces of merchandise up with a few more new ones to come. Um, 
the newest additions are a mug for Apotolesma for the Blue Whale Diner, which is the diner that Darren Creed and uh, Billy have met at twice now. Um, and also, you can find a shirt and a hat for Ty's show, which is actually a perfect connection here. Um, why don't we talk to Ty real quick about where you can find his show? Ty... If Hello. people want to find you and side character quest, where can people find you? Well, they can find me on all of the normal podcast apps at side character uh, side character quest. Um, just look that up. If you uh, if your favorite one you don't see me, then let me know and I will get it added. Um, if you need to do that, if you want to contact me about that or any other reason, then you can find me at uh, at SCQ podcast on Twitter. Um, you can also contact me at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com, uh, or you can find all of the ep- episodes and contact stuff um, at sidecharacterquest.com. Or, or just go to the Scavengers Network. I'm sure there is a link there is, somewhere yeah, on there. Uh, in fact, at scavengersnetwork.com slash sidecharacterquest, um, you can find just a, a little bit of a, you know, a very quick uh, synopsis of what the show is about. Uh, a link to the actual website, and pretty soon um, we're going to be having a uh, an audio player on Ooh. every single page where you'll be able to stream every episode of every show on the network on those pages. Just so um, whether or not they they have their own website or whatever, uh, no matter what, when you're on the network, you'll be able to listen to any show. Um, just so you have the ability to peruse and sort of see what's right for you. Um, yeah. So there you have it. So like that'll be coming up uh, hopefully within the next week or so. Yeah. Um, and so that'll do it. I think that what we're going to do here is, is uh, that being said, uh, since Ty did his Twitter, we'll give the Myth Takes Twitter, which is at Myth Takes Cast. Um, write to us your theories, your questions, your concerns. Uh, and, you know, we'll, we'll definitely have Ty back again at some point. Um, whether that is again, anytime we want to do like a deep dive into a side character or if it's to do (laughs) more for that to be like a thing that I do, that would be the service I provide. Right. Just anytime we, yeah. Uh, Anytime you want to do a deep dive into a side character, I hop on. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Uh, (laughs) and so, you know, so who knows, maybe that, maybe that'll just be his sort of shtick here at, uh, at myth takes cast. That way you're not listening to an entire episode of me talking about myself playing someone. Um, Okay, you and played so, yourself, yeah, exactly. So this episode is dropping to you on August 29th, which means that we will be back on September 12th. Uh, we will see you then. Bye, everybody. When you look up, you can find the entirety of the mountain folks have just been just destroyed. Um, all of them have been killed. And it's it's bad. Like, it's, it's real bad. Like, they've been very similarly to, you know, uh, to the scene that you once found that your own you know, uh, community member had, Mm -hmm. right. They are all, you know, torn, uh, torn up. They, you know, have had, uh, you know, some of them are 
essentially split in twain. I mean, like it's gruesome. Like it is, yeah, it is horrific. Um, but you also know, um, just based on your detective skills, that this seems like more than what a human is capable of. Gotcha. And this makes you realize that, you know, recently you'd had a couple cases come up um, and had heard of a couple cases up north of somewhat similar things happening to human bodies. Yeah. And, you know, you assumed that it was a serial killer uh, and, you know, Mm -hmm. you hadn't been assigned to it. So you really hadn't gotten a real firsthand look at it. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, I generally find excuses to not go too far out. Right. You know? Correct. Yeah. And the thing is, is you see this and you know that this is beyond beyond anything that anyone from your community or any human is capable of. And so in that moment, um, you sort of, you know, you relive the moment of, again, wa- walking through and finding all these bodies and friends, family members, you know, um, fallen. Mm-hmm. And you like barely remember the call that you put into Victoria um, saying that you thought you might need some help on this one, that this one seems a little bit bigger than, than you uh, wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and for a brief second, you hear a, a voice just sort of in the ether. Um, you remember hearing the voice of, of Caleb um, probably only a few months before your altercation with him, of him saying, there's no way that we're the only ones like us. Whether that means Dwyo or, or otherwise. People like that Hank guy, they don't put all their eggs in one basket. Sometimes I have a feeling we're not alone. You also remember uh, very distinctly as, you know, you hear that voice and you sort of essentially hear it behind you. Yeah. But he's not really there. Hmm. And I, uh, I I think I'm going to turn around unless you say otherwise. No, no, go for it. Turn around. I, I, I turn around. Uh, do I do I see anyone? You don't. You're actually now standing in essentially complete darkness. You are just... Mm. It's just black all around you. And you still feel the ground underneath your feet, right? Like, the only thing that isn't black, essentially, is the ground of where you were with all the bodies around you. And you remember one last thing. You do remember a brief moment of there was a shadow that passed over over the area at one point. And that shadow passes uh to your right um yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna roll, look roll uh act act under pressure for me all right six one <laughs> okay okay uh, uh eight um i'm gonna give you a i'm gonna give you a worse outcome um okay there because this is you know, a dream state and everything like that. Like, essentially, in in the real moment, you didn't fully catch it. And so this dream is just, essentially, the worst outcome is just that 
this dream is like making you re relive these moments without really much clarity mm -hmm. and you do see the shape you see whatever it was in the sky like you caught it for a second and back yeah. then you thought maybe it was just like an eagle or a hawk or something flying away um but this time you do see it a little bit quicker perhaps or now it things are starting to click and so you do you do see it it's just yeah. it's not 100 clear uh but it's the one thing that you do notice is that it's massive and mm. it makes every hair on your body stand up and that's saying a lot because you're part one <laughs> i'm a so very hairy man you're a very hairy man um and so th the reason why this is a worse outcome is because uh you're not going to get any more clarity because gotcha. as you start to see it and you know you're trying to figure out what it is you know it's one of those things where like even though it's moving you know again you're in a dream state so in a way your vision is somehow getting closer to it and gotcha. you almost have an inkling of an idea of what it is when you hear the voices of the three people that you were just standing in an office with and you know, and then once again, the, the creature is getting further and further and further away from you. And you're starting to lose that memory. You're starting to lose the clarity of that moment. There is suddenly a loud bump and you sort of pop up into the air for a second. Okay. But again, now you're in complete darkness. You have no idea what your surroundings are. And you hear panic voices you hear three panic voices and they're all yelling over each other and they're all trying to figure something out and you hear a voice on a phone talking them through something and it's just there's a lot happening all at once is everyone wearing their seat belts uh excuse me excuse me tj hit the deck <laughs> where did it go oh no he's waking up do you think he'll be mad Hey, watch out! You you bolt upright. You're you're awake now. Um, are you in full, you know, wolf mode, or are you human at this point? Uh, boy, I I think that I'm probably in like, like, I'm I'm edging from regular human towards uh I, towards like half, sure. and depending on what I see, I'm either going to try to calm myself down or I'm going to go into full wolf mode sure so you find yourself uh sprawled out in like the middle section of a ford windstar um <laughs> and the three kids that you were just speaking to in the uh in the conference room of the police station um and they're all you know yelling and trying to figure something out <laughs> you hear someone yell he's awake and then someone <laughs> Can says, I say what I want to do? Sure, go for it. I, I think I'm going to like uh, start going. I'm going to start changing more and more wolf uh, while I try to burst through the door and like break out of the, the moving vehicle. Uh, and as you uh, as you start to reach for the door uh, right before you can reach, like you're definitely turning full full wolf mode. And, and I'm, I am, I am, uh, I am not thinking super clearly right. in this oh, moment. Correct. Just so oh, you know, sure. I don't think yeah. this is a good idea. I'm just, 
I just feel like I've been kidnapped. Right. Uh, oh, no. So, yeah, for sure. I And I yeah. totally get that because guess what? You were. Um, <laughs> and, you know, there's definitely some more, you know, screaming and like confusion. And then yeah. uh, that's when you hear like right before you reach the door, uh, the car definitely swerves drastically. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. And you hear TJ yell. Incoming! Do you want to help me make an improvised fantasy adventure podcast? Hey, Ty, that sounds fun. Do we want to bring in all of our friends to play with us? Nope, just you. Okay, will I be on the whole time? Actually, no, you'll be on for three to six episodes, and then we'll bring on another guest. Okay, is one of us going to be the main character? Nope, you're all just going to be side characters in a larger story. Okay, but this podcast is going to be hard to find, right? Nope, just look up Side Character Quest on whatever podcast app you like, or just go to sidecharacterquest.com. Okay, but you promise not to kill my character, right? No promises. Uh, oh no. <laughs> the Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.